Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with episode 121 of the Tutor Podcast. It's your Monday morning shot of common sense that really isn't that common, all about making it happen for yourself in your tutoring business, how to start, grow and love what you do. So today is the fourth installment of the mini series about creating your own digital course to sell online, which is, of course, a passive income stream, a great positioning device. And it's something that I'm working through at the same time as I'm putting these notes together on the process of course design. Now, this is pulled from various sources, so it's not all my own work. I'm not claiming any particular insight or individuality. I've just stolen from loads and loads and loads of people and taken what I like from everyone's process. So let's crack on with it today. Here we go. It's what transformations is my course going to produce for my customers? What's the purpose of my course as far as they're concerned? And the vital thing here is to focus on the results for your customers. Don't focus on what's going to be in the course. Focus on what the course is going to do. If you always keep that in mind, then you probably will stay true to what you want the course to do. And only insert into the course the relevant and necessary content. So, stage one is revisit the reason for the course's existence. If you look back to the second episode of this mini-series, then you'll find the process through which you can elicit that for yourself. So the main reason for the course's existence is to reach more people and help them to fall in love with playing the guitar and making music. It's as simple as that for me. So step two is why must this course exist? Now, it's really important to get clear about this. Why must this course exist? What is it about your course that makes it a no-brainer? My answer to this for myself is because nobody else has my insights and nobody else shares my approach. There's no other source of new or clear thought like what I've been developing for the last 25 years. Nobody does it the same way I do. Now, that is no good if it only exists in my head and in the heads of my current students and past students. I want to leave behind a little bit of a legacy there. That's really why this particular course has to exist. So then step three is to figure out why it is absolutely insane for my customer to choose any other course than mine. Why must they really choose your course what's so compelling about what you do my answer for this is that 
our customers are stuck. They're lost and frustrated because conventional methods can only get them so far. So if they've been playing for 20 years and they're stuck, then time is the reason they really must choose my course. Because without my materials, without my thinking, the next 20 years will be just like the previous 20 years. So question four, I really want you to ask yourself is this. What's in it for the customer? It's often said that customers are tuned into Radio WIIFM, which is what's in it for me. And for my customers, it's that they can at last understand and appreciate the guitar. They can begin to see themselves differently. And most importantly of all, they can save a lot of time and effort. That's what's in it for them. Compression of time and finally getting clarity. Question five I want you to ask yourself is what's the audience's end point? Where are they going to finish up when they've completed the course? Well, for me, that's they're going to have growing confidence and they're going to have increasing clarity, ease and control in their playing. They're going to have complete mastery of the neck and they're going to have finally the beginnings of the realization of their potentials. Now, to arrive at that, I think it's important to look back over the course and figure out what their experience of the course is going to be like. So when I answered this question for myself, I wanted them to notice that everything joined up and made sense. That whilst they were getting better at playing the guitar, everything got easier as they became more confident, uh, they became more agile and faster. And finally, they found that it was really just all about play. So then I'm visualizing their success and their feelings. And this is the second part of Point five here. Their success, their feelings would be just relieved that finally they got what they needed. And also a little bit of anger that they didn't know this stuff years ago. Because that's something that shows up all the time with experienced players in lessons. They frequently say things like, I've learned more with you in a few sessions than I have in the last 20 years. And I want them to get that moment a little bit annoyed that they didn't get it earlier. Maybe they'll say, well, somebody should have told me. And then finally, step three of this fifth point here is how have they been transformed by the course? Well, for me, I want them to feel that their brakes are finally off and that they're not lost anymore. They will have developed a a deeper love and admiration of the instrument. They finally get to realize that they are not the problem. They were never the problem. They'll have changed the perception of their opinion of themselves. Not only will they have changed gear and moved what they're playing up a few notches, they'll have changed how they see themselves as a musician. So where they before they were labored and effortful they're now smooth and effortless they're lighter and they are just more at ease with the instrument they're not in a fist fight with it they fall in love with the instrument get a, a much greater sense of their own ability their own potential 
And where before music was mysterious and the domain of only a talented few, it's now just something they can do with almost no effort. Having lost all of its mystique, the students now understand. So it's not magic or sorcery like it used to be for them. It's just a bunch of habits and an ongoing dialogue with the instruments and the music. Uh, certainly, that's what I aspired to for myself when I was learning. I'm still learning now, of course. But if I'd known all that stuff on day one, it would have made life a lot easier. And I wouldn't have felt all of the discomfort and the difficulty that I had with the instrument for a very long time. And really only finding out a few real deep truths after 19 years and then a bit later on. I want everybody to get that right now. So overall, what I want to do is transform their experience of their encounter with the guitar and with music from something difficult and hard into something that is beautiful, effortless and joyous. And of course, fun, because if it ain't fun, why would you want to do it? So that about wraps it up for today. Join me next time on the Tudor podcast where it's all about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Catch me on Twitter, where I am, at Tutor Podcast. And by all means, get in touch, share your thoughts, your questions, your comments, and your feedback. It is info at neilcanwidow.com. And I'll see you next time on the Tutor Podcast. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.